Hello, I'm Nick Harris, and today I would like to make a comment following Telstra's FY23 result, and more specifically, what has prompted us to downgrade a recommendation from an ad to a hold. So there's really two parts to the Telstra story. Number one is the fundamentals, which are rock solid and continue to improve. And number two is the strategy, which is the key point of change here. So I just want to touch on the fundamentals first. So the FY23 result itself and the outlook for FY24 were both very good. So they're in line with expectations. Telstra's fundamentals are strong, they're rock solid, and they continue to improve. So that's a big tick. Uh, the second point I wanted to discuss was the strategy. So this is really the key swing factor here. And there was a big change, as I see it, of strategy uh, at the FY23 result. And this is the key bit of information that was fairly influential on us downgrading a recommendation from an ad to a hold. So I'll talk about that strategy in a second, but I just wanted to step back a minute and look at the big picture. So our bull thesis on Telstra really had two parts. Number one was improving fundamentals. And number two was a strategy to unlock the value of these assets that's been sort of stuck there for a long time and to release that value to shareholders. So just to give a bit of context, around five years ago, management announced a business restructure and it was designed to improve the business as well as to provide optionality to unlock value. So a big deal, and this is because Telstra has some really super high quality assets inside the business. So for example, the business segment Infraco I would argue it's worth two or three times what is implied by the current share price or inside of the group of Telstra. So this restructure was about allowing Telstra to operate these businesses separately and to potentially release value from some of these assets that wasn't being properly recognized. So some of those options might include doing a deal with the MBN Co or selling off parts of the business or even the whole chunk of the segments. So you may recall uh, back in 2008, uh, one, Telstra sold a chunk of its mobile towers business, 29 times EV to EBITDA. So today, Telstra trades on around seven times. So you can see that there's a big value differential there uh, in terms of multiples, but obviously the implications for cash and free cash flow. So the point being, mathematically, there was the potential through this restructure to release value and potentially billions of dollars of value and return some of that to shareholders and use some of that to pay down debt. So that was the bull view. If we fast forward to today, to Telstra's FY23 result that came out this month, the key point of change on this call was that CEO Vicky Brady said, they now think the greatest value can be created by maintaining the current ownership structure. So basically holding onto those assets. So I interpret it as though management would prefer to run it as a conglomerate rather than release value to shareholders. So in fairness, the world has changed a lot since that strategy was put in place about five years ago. Interest rates, as I'm sure you're aware, have gone up quite considerably, and that's obviously put downward pressure on value and valuations. So it is absolutely fair to say the assets today are not worth what they were three years ago, but I would argue they are still worth substantially more than Telstra share price currently implies. So the key thing we've seen here time and time again with the stock market is that the stock market does not value the high quality assets like they should be if it's part of a big conglomerate. They basically get pulled down to the same value as the lower quality parts of the business. So this change of strategy, this means there will not be a direct release of value from those assets. So I do see that as a disappointing outcome and one that should have Telstra shareholders questioning whether management are good custodians of shareholder capital. There are obviously two sides to every story. 
And we should acknowledge that management did a fantastic job over the last five years of right-sizing Telstra, getting the business back on track. And really importantly, this year, they got their return on invested capital above their cost of capital. So to be a sustainable business, obviously, you've got to have a return above your costs. And we're there now, which is great. And management done a fantastic job of that. However, we all know the stock market looks forwards, not backwards. And likely, um, the bulk of Telstra's great infrastructure assets will remain undervalued inside the conglomerate. And that is really what's disappointing in my view. So the justification for management on this change is that they now think they can grow earnings fast enough to create value internally or to create significant enough value internally to justify keeping it. Clearly, you would have heard of things like generative AI and digitization. These big digital trends need significant digital infrastructure. And without a doubt, Telstra has some fantastic digital infrastructure. So they are well-placed to capitalize on the growth from these technology changes. But in the short term, what it means is this change of strategy is, uh, is about growing rather than monetizing value. And as I said, unfortunately means don't expect value release anytime soon. So to wrap things up, we were disappointed to see this value un unlocking is unlikely anytime soon. We then revert back to fundamentals and the fundamentals for Telstra do continue to be incredibly strong. The telco sector, in fact, has really strong tailwinds. It's the most rational the market has been in a long time. You're continuing to see price rises um, across the board. So the majors are still concentrating on getting their returns on capital above their cost of capital. As I mentioned, Telstra has got its return on capital above its cost of capital. It's the dominant player. The two majors behind it still have some room to go. So Telstra does remain the best of breed, but with no meaningful catalysts anytime soon, we think it may struggle to capture the attention of the marginal buyer. The fundamentals are strong, but unfortunately it could become a funding source for growth. So they're the reasons we've moved our Telstra recommendation from an ad to a hold. Thank you.